1: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture. Zero Foxtrot dedicates itself to producing content, honoring the sacrifices of forgotten heroes of the past, and connecting history to the present. Embark on a journey with Zero Foxtrot today at zerofoxtrot.com. It's not merely our products. It's about the ethos that we embody, rugged, resilient, and timeless.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough... Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now.
0: In the air everywhere. Back at it yet again. A Saturday, Saturday extravaganza. Eight days a week eight days a week as we are building castles in the sky, unless we're not. And we thank you for supporting the podcast, telling a friend about the podcast, all that good stuff, even if it doesn't tickle your fancy, even if it doesn't do that. Uh, But this uh, Saturday podcast, we will uh, get into the question many people have now. We had Rob Parker on Friday, and we thank. Rob, the world travels of Rob Parker, globe trekker, just traveling around the United States all all summer, getting us caught up on his travel log, and also a hearty baseball conversation. There's very few people that you can talk baseball with, like Rob Parker, old baseball beat guy, and there's not many of those left, because most of the radio guys are like, oh, I don't want to talk about baseball, blah, 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 but let's get to the Komodo dragon in the room. We travel now to Indonesia. And un- unfortunately, we thought we had gotten rid of him, but like a cockroach, he is back west of the 405 in his yeah. morning glory, Hunker down, David Gaston, running on
4: fumes. I am up, I am operational, I'm alive, and I am well. I am far from being on fumes, Ben Maller, but... Uh, I do make my return to this uh, to this little box that is a a radio studio, um, and it's uh, it's good to be back in action. Now,
0: how concerned are you that you have uh, upset many fans of the podcast that are troubled by your return, that were gleeful in joy that you had been replaced by the great Ryan McBain? Who did a wonderful job for seemingly the last seven months while he was here, just dominating the podcast, other than his hatred for Boston.
4: Yeah, well, I am a pain in the butt. I really don't have much to say for those that are upset that I've returned. I mean, you have you have listened to the first sixty seconds of this podcast. That's all I give a shit about. Um, (laughs) So you have been uh, you have been hooked, line, and sinkered, and so here we are. So. We continue yeah. this journey together, like we have uh, two years ago. Mm. So.
0: Yeah, you know, I feel like the journey. Though, if you were to do a side by side analysis of who's been on the podcast more than the other person, yeah. you know, it's a it's a it's a team. I, I think I am, I am way ahead. Well, believe I, I believe mean, you I have to way be. you you're, that,
4: you're right? on the marquee. You're am, the name yes. of this figure. You get yes. paid more. You do all that, the yeah. work. Yeah, you get paid a lot more than I do. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, we know, can compare yeah. if you want to be honest. Well, uh, uh, you know, yeah, you get compare. paid if the podcast um, does well. So, huh? listen, I got a grind. Heart, I gripe, heart and though. soul into this. So. I, uh, I was out of commission for a couple weeks mm-hmm. and I didn't receive a fucking text, SOS, smoke signal, message in a bottle, phone mm-hmm. call, love letter, yeah. note, email yeah. from you or your wife what the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah. What's wrong with you
0: two? Well, well I mean, let me explain. What, a... um, what what? are we, psychics over here? Um, Should you, be. You have a, you know, this is, you're the boy that cried wolf. David Gaskin is <laughs> no, the boy I, that cried wolf. I would I'll never tell you why. Let me tell you why, all right? <laughs> so, first of all, Let's be honest. I mean, you're you're not very reliable. You miss a lot of shows Um, for for whatever reason. reason, You know, you got a high school softball game. You got to go. Uh, You got a German football game that no one's watching. You got to go. I understand. So you got these other gigs. Yes. All right. So when I get the schedule and it says you're not on the schedule, uh, I just assume the position that, okay, he must have another gig. So I'll just. You know, again, it's I go back to the to the code of the West, right? You mm-hmm. just you do your job, mm-hmm. do your job. Yeah, and so I, I don't think of it It's like whatever, you know. I just uh, do my thing and uh, and and follow that mantra. Hmm. And uh, Ryan was in here; we had a great time. Yeah. Uh, did I tell you he did a really good job? Did I tell you how
4: great he was? You did. In fact, he a lot really... of people in the Twitter Twitter universe of sent me direct messages saying how wonderful of a job he did. Yeah, like, to yeah get no, back I mean, as it, soon as it, possible. And it's really
0: that it, no 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 it, that's wrong. It, it is the the, the show philosophy and, and you don't really fit into this, but it's the train keeps moving. Yeah. It's it's next man up, do your job, no days off. Now, it's not those full, are all those that, are all the philosophies. That
4: doesn't but, necessarily constitute as full steam ahead. That just yeah. means that it moves forward. So it's right, so a they snail just, pace me, roll. Yeah. Like your overnight show. Yeah, let me let me just point out. So yes. so then, many
0: listeners felt this was a blessing in disguise. So I I got the schedule week after week. No yep. guest gun, no guest gun. Yeah, uh, at no point, no point did you or management or anyone reach out to me for the first.
4: Three weeks that's not that, true. That said. There's actually a company email that you have been on that I looked at and you right, failed to look right. at well, company that, emails. Well,
0: well, I do not look at company emails. Well, that's your problem. I stopped that. Let me tell you why. Okay. <laughs> no, I know. I got whacked by this company in 2009. The first thing they do when they fire your ass is shut off your company email. So, what is the point of using company email if the moment you need it most, when you've lost your job, you they that? shut it off? Why would I sign? Sign up for that. Uh, management has been receptive. They know my position yeah. on company management. It's the only way that I push back. Yeah. And uh, the, to me, that is a bridge too far. I, I don't believe in in using company email yeah. because I know eventually they'll get rid of me again, and then I won't have access to the email. Yeah. So what's the point of that? So I don't check company email. Yeah. I do not check company email. So that's you know that. You know that. I do not believe in that. Yeah, And that's not uh, an, uh, something I – it's against my religion. Yeah. Okay. It's against my religion. So I don't check company email. Nobody called me. You didn't text me. You didn't you didn't do a courtesy call. Hey, I, you know, you're my you're my partner in the podcast. Yeah. You know, we have this this thing here we're trying to build. Uh, I can't be here because of blank. Yeah. None of that. Yeah. I had to find out secondhand, two, three weeks down the line yeah. from a source what was going on. Yeah. And and so once I found out, I pretended to be concerned. And I reached out in a series of text messages and phone calls. And you know I do not like making phone calls. Yeah, I do. And I did. And I did. Huh? And you're such, you're such a weirdo. Why that, am I weirdo? Simple text. Hey, uh, I have blank and I can't be on the podcast.
4: I texted you the first week and I said, hey, I am out tomorrow. I'm going to be unavailable.
0: Yes. That's that does not mean that I have blank or blank. Uh it just means I'm unavailable. Like, hey, I have something else going on. work-wise, I'm not available. What happened if someone That's significant the assumption. What
4: happened if someone significant to me passed away? Then do here's I, what you say. Do saying, I need to go into detail. Tell you, and Looks. I've had listen, I, I've had a bunch of people die around me. It sucks. Yeah. But you know what I
0: do? I say, Hey, so and so died, I can't be there. Hmm. That's how that works. That's how you communicate. Very simple. Very yeah. simple fix.
4: I, I tell enough, and enough is I'm not going to be there. It doesn't matter what the reason is for. If I'm not going okay, to be there. Okay, that's fine. And listen, you're
0: cool to do that, but don't expect any sympathy. Don't expect any empathy.
4: Why not? I,
0: because I, that's not I, how it works. You what? get empathy when you say, hey, so and so happened to me. That's when you get empathy. What about sympathy? Uh, sympathy, uh, well, that would be if like somebody died, but nobody, nobody died.
4: Well, it doesn't have to be like a mortal wound. I mean, it could be uh, it could be something less severe. What are you, uh, Simone Biles here? Are you walking <laughs>
0: away? Uh, I mean, listen, I we all have ringside seats to this. Yeah. Some of us want to, you know, be in the ring. Some of us want to be out and you know, back and doing their thing. We do whatever.
4: So. It's a little odd. Yeah. I mean, you do recall when you did call me, you started yelling at me, like, "Why weren't you here today? Why weren't you here last week?" Well, yes, I, I
0: did because I, I just wanted to know I, I, if we, you know, you were coming back or not because that the information I had at that time was uh, Listen, nothing. Was, has, I no there, has there
4: ever been a point in the time that I've worked at Fox and worked with you? That would come across your your vision and say, man, this guy is disloyal. Like, this is the type of guy that would just abandon me randomly.
0: Well, yes. No. Uh, for three Fuck weeks you. in a row, you Fuck were not you. there. And, Fuck uh, you. With all the complaining There's you no. do, Fuck uh, you. I, I assumed you threatened to leave a, a million times. A, so no, I figured
4: finally you did it. That's a,
0: it. You, a, you, you didn't have the intestinal fortitude, so you took off. That's in a I building figured.
4: that has a f- bunch of lazy people... Come the uh-huh. fuck on! Okay, I, this, I'm just telling you oh, my situation, boy. and you want empathy and sympathy. I thought sympathy would be better. I thought it'd be more no, difficult. No, no,
0: you just again, you have to let someone know what's going on. Yeah, I, I you, know, you like to mind your p's and q's or whatever, and I, I do something
4: similar. That's fine. You have told me once, on many occasions, never to talk on the phone in the company studios.
0: Uh well, I listen. You can talk on your phone, but those. (laughs) But no, I I generally uh, do not have uh, private conversations. There was an incident years ago that we don't need to get into right now. That um, was an eye-opening experience. It was an eye-opening experience, and let's just say, in general, from what I've read. Uh, anywhere you work, a Big Brother is always listening. <laughs> always. That's all I will say. That's all I will say. Big brother's always kind of monitoring what you're saying. You know, this is a general rule of thumb.
4: That's, yes. So with so, that being said, did, yes. you, did you miss me?
0: Uh, I only miss you when McBain was killing my Boston listenership, uh, <laughs> when he was destroying the Boston and New England area where we do very well. And I have many big P1s that are all over that region, and he was giving uh, some scandalous talk about... Boston. So, other than that, I, it was good. We had some hearty conversations there, back and forth, uh, respectful, classy, professional, loyal, uh, no complaining, no complaining by McBain. It was like so odd to, to work with someone that didn't complain about this, that, or the other thing. Yeah. Uh, and uh, really settling in, I, I felt like we got into the Goldilocks zone there mm. uh, for, for a bit. And then uh, all of a sudden, uh, here you are uh, coming back. Boom. So, Here I am. Yeah. Loud. To, to ruin the party. You're the interloper. You're the outsider. Can you introduce yourself to the listeners, Gascon? Can well, you I, let everyone know who you are?
4: I've been in contact with the ladies. so
0: they, Oh, you they, have? They, Is that you know, right? Yeah yeah, 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 You can't okay. let those yeah. things kind of uh-huh. dissipate. Oh, okay. So, All right. You know. Well, gotta, so you only deal with the ladies, huh? What about the, the dudes? You know, mm, what about
4: that? I don't know. I heard Blind Scott's been in a tirade as of late. And, uh, I don't well, know. Blind, Blind Scott's like helter-skelter. Like, he's... Doesn't call for
0: months at a time, and then for like a week, he'll call every night, screaming into the phone, shouting about the boys at the Seven Eleven on the north end that listen every night, and he's like trying to impress them. And then he disappears. Yeah. And then he'll send me a flurry of emails about some legal situation he's involved in. Oh boy. And I was like, I don't know. And it's it's weird because he's like, I don't know why I want to talk about this on the air. And then, but he'll give me like all of his information.
4: Yeah.
0: Like I don't need to be in his business. Uh, I'm. I'm flattered that he trusts me so much to give me all of his legal information, like lawyer emails and things like that. But it's.
4: It's none of my business, yeah. and uh, I generally try to stay around, you know, stay out of that. See, and that's exactly what I try to do. I try to leave that information out for you because it's technically none of your yeah. business. So I wanna that's make sure, true. And, I'm not and, loading your yeah. plate with just frivolous content for you because, like you said. It was a half hearted call. You didn't care anyway, so why divulge information if it's yeah. just gonna go and Well one that's true.
0: And listen, I and I thank you for that. Yes. But just don't complain that you didn't get sympathy because to get sympathy, there's an exchange here. There's a give and take, right? Uh, you know, you're married, your sell, wife is quid, a little
4: kinder than you. She quid, offers sympathy. quid pro quo. Uh
0: my wife you didn't tell my wife either. You didn't tell her what was going on. I,
4: she didn't know. She's doing this lame thing now where she's sealed off all of her Instagram comments. So oh, is that right? When she oh. posts stories, which are fucking hilarious, oftentimes uh-huh. you're not allowed to comment on said story. So, really? Yeah, it's kind of odd. But she's probably getting blown up for the militia. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know.
0: I have not. Uh, you know, I don't go on Instagram all that much, and I don't really check Twitter other than for work when I'm on the show. Or social? She's not on there anyway, so uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on.
4: Well, you've had a yeah. lot of things to uh, to chew on the last three or four weeks, as did I. I missed. I'm a pilot. I know he's been sending pictures, traveling around the world, and uh... yeah,
0: he didn't miss you at all. He's
4: glad. He's gone. <laughs> well, well I got a question it's for upsetting. you. Yes? yes. When you got, uh, well I know you? When you got your gallbladder removed, your doctor was uh-huh. he was amazed by I think a couple of things, like your cholesterol level. He was just shocked by right.
0: Uh, well, I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't have high cholesterol. Yeah. You know? I, there was yeah, a couple of yeah, things yeah, he said yeah, that were yeah, just like, yeah. wait a minute, oh, you should be yeah. way
4: off the charts and you're not. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I, I was in, uh, I was in really good shape. I, I had, I'd mentioned I had the scare around Halloween yeah. of 2020 where I thought I had, uh, diabetes mm-hmm. uh, cause I, I was dizzy and, uh, you know, I, I looked, of course, everyone goes on WebMD and you look for what do you have and you're <laughs> you're dying of something you know and yeah. and you and you, you know, i connected the dots and i said well that that's probably diabetes and so i went in and i got a blood i got my full blood work uh, and yeah it turned out it was just i'd overdosed on sugar one night after you know i got a big bag of candy and ate the whole damn thing and, <laughs> and so i messed myself up for a night but other than that yeah they, that i had really i had improved my numbers across the board so they were very very happy about that they're, that's awesome They were asking me what i had done it's always nice when the doctor asks you what you had done to improve your health and i was like well i haven't done anything other than just not eat yeah so fast that's it so. that's good
4: yeah. well i i asked because i was able to get full blood work done last week and the the range that you want to be in with with vitamin d i believe it's between 22 and 50 that's the range you want to be at uh-huh. And I get my test back and my doctor says, what are you doing? And my vitamin D level is at 88, which is bad because if it goes over 100, it becomes extremely toxic and it gets into Uh-oh. your bloodstream. So so you were overdoing... I was overdosing on uh, vitamin D. You, you really wanted a healthy bone. Yeah. yeah good skin, <laughs> wanted- the whole nine yards. Um, oddly enough, though, there was a climb of my testosterone too, but I didn't know this. I was listening to a podcast... Uh, with a very controversial figurehead but he had interviewed a doctor and this doctor had said that there's been a 1% decrease in men's testosterone since 1980 yeah. and studies going back to when we were in World War II there was actually service officers that tested out and they had two, their their testosterone level reached 2500 so it's amazing like where we were to where we're at now because they say the range for healthy men our age is between like 240 and and 800 or 880. Yeah. So you really just did
0: this to brag about your chest. Oh no, no. Or you really just did this to brag.
4: About oh no. I mean, it's, it's yeah. not where I want it to be, but my cholesterol level's not good. um Yeah. Like, I my,
0: my experience, I, I when I go to the doctor, is uh, am, am I gonna gonna live for a few more days or am I gonna die? You know, that's pretty much my question. And if he says you're good, then that's it. I don't really go into the specifics.
4: Right? Well, I just try to make it my goal to only see my doctor once a year, and that's for your annual free physical. And so, yeah. he does comprehensive blood work and. I think it's important, man. I I don't know. I mean, especially you, because you had a drastic change <laughs> in did. weight. I so I yeah. think that's you know it's like your report card. No, I didn't. I've,
0: I've had uh, I've had that looked at, and uh, I am a little uncomfortable the last um, you know couple months now. I guess because <laughs> Costco's matter. open. That's why. <laughs> well, no, no, but I love I love it. it actually, I, I was regretting the Costco samples coming back because it's not the same, <laughs> but. It's better because they give you little doggy bags, and so I can I can oh go through God. and hoard the doggy bags and then eat them whenever I want at my convenience. <laughs> I don't have to eat them right away, and I what I do is I go in. My move now, I went last weekend. I'll be back uh, probably today on the Saturday here. I'll go in, and I... I go in there and I I have my pockets empty other than my wallet yeah. and my keys on one on one side but the other and I just fill it with all the bags I just go around round and round and, and they don't even seem as upset they used to the, the old ladies at Costco used to get upset when I would take a lot of samples before but now yeah. there's still a lot of people that are skittish about taking the sample the, the samples yeah right a little skittish and so. So the move, you know, they don't care as much because they they just want to get rid of the samples. They don't care who takes the samples. And
4: so, right. yeah, I'll, I'll take as many uh, as I want. So let, but, let's get but, to the... But hold uh, on. Yes, is yes. your move, though, with the samples, are you, are you a first first in the morning kind of guy? Or is it the middle of the day with the samples? Well, I still sleep weird hours on the weekends. So oh, but okay. I usually,
0: to me, I go, the worst time you can go to Costco, which is around noon or one o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. which is just terrible because that's prime time... That's the you still have the people that got up early that are you know lagging going to the store, but then the people that got you know want to go late or not late but in the middle of the day it's like prime time. Yeah. But that's also the sweet spot for Costco samples.
4: Oh, okay. I was, so yeah, I was you wondering wanna, if they you, did like pastries or any kind of baked goods in the morning, and that's yeah, what you usually grab.
0: I have not noticed as many hot dish items at Costco because oh. they the whole strategy now is to hand these things out in bags, so it's a lot of processed foods. Chips, uh, granola bars, I've noticed a lot of dried fruits, trail mix, that kind of
4: stuff. Oh, yeah, it's a drag.
0: It's not as good. I mean, it, the, the old days with the cheesesteak and the the mini corn dogs and the mini tacos, and those, those days are not back yet. We're not fully back.
1: Not coming back. Unfortunately, Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand, it's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio Radio app. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
0: Radio app. All right, so I, I have to tell a story. This is a, a story that I've not told before. I saved it for the podcast. It is the Doggy Blues. It is the Doggy Blues and It's the kind of a tale, and I don't want to oversell this, but you might want to buckle up, all right? This being the fifth hour with Ben Maller, global exclusive. So I had a pretty big scare at the Maller mansion in uh, recent days. So it, it is, as I said, it's a story that I have not talked about on the radio show, even though it happened during the radio show. And I'll explain in a couple of minutes, as Paul Harvey would say, the rest of the story. So the end of last week, I'm doing the Friday show. It's going swimmingly. A lot of belly laughs, having a grand time. Nothing out of sorts. And if you were listening to that show, you didn't hear anything awkward at all on the air. Off the air, there was a crisis that was going on. Uh, And I'm not exaggerating that. So I'm in the home studio with meticulous laser-like focus. I'm doing my thing. The show's flying by. We're doing the show the way we want to do the show. And then in the final hour, hour four, with about 40 minutes left in the show, my wife, who's working during the day now, and I'm working at night, so she's sleeping while I'm on. So the, the, the wife there uh, wakes, you know, she knocks on the door. She'd woken up, and she says, hey, we, we've had an emergency. And I said, oh, my God, what happened? And our beloved family dog had been bitten by a coyote oh. in the backyard of the halfway house here. So I come out of the studio, and my wife, of course, freaking out, my dog Bella's covered in blood. The coyote had bitten her on like I used to try to grab her over the top and like carry her away. She's just a small dog. And she had blood in her mouth. Like it was a bit I mean, it's everywhere. And she couldn't walk. She was shaking. I mean, we thought she that was it. I mean, there's gonna be lights out for our dog Bella. Mm-hmm. And so my wife then attempts to find a 24/7. By the way, Bell is barking in the background. I don't know if you can hear that. but uh, she's, she must be uh, she must be she's alive obviously because she's barking. But my wife attempted to find a 24/7 emergency pet hospital while I finished the show, and it, it, it took lots of effort. Uh, to compartmentalize my situation because, you know, the show must go on, as they say. And so I, I was able to finish the show, and still we could not find a pet. Every pet hospital in this area was filled where I'm living now. And so I then joined the pursuit with my wife in the mission to get Bella treatment right and and finally we found a place in, uh, in South Pasadena oh, that could help us. And so we got in the car and I, you know I was driving, we got in the Malamobile. Bella covered in blood wrapped in a in a towel. Uh, my wife was holding her, and we skedaddled into that clinic. and the doctors took her, they had an exam, and we were expecting the worst, thinking they were they were going to have to to put her to sleep. and the, the doctor called us back in about 20 minutes. And said she barely avoided uh, needing to go under. She could be saved, but there's always a but. It was going to cost a shitload of uh, of money. And so what I did, I uh, dusted off my wallet. And we uh, we emptied out our wallet. There, my wallet, her wallet, my wife's, and uh, we had Bella go under emergency doggy surgery. Mm and it was so bad they had to put a drain in her to drain the uh the damaged goo that was inside of her and a bunch of stitches and uh, she has a cone <laughs> you know the doggy cone that you yep. got and all that so and uh, when she came back she was as drugged up as jed who fled and uh but she has made a dramatic comeback and i'm happy to report that she's back to being the same loving pooch that she had been before and so as Paul Harvey would say, uh, you uh, you now are about to know the rest of the story. So the reason I didn't say anything on the air was because I didn't want to give the curse of the Bambino to Bella. So I kept my mouth shut oh my God. I, until she was out of the woods. Yeah. And uh, she did come home a zombie dog, not walking, not eating, not drinking. And those are generally signs that you're about to die when an animal does not... Human or animal does not eat or drink. Uh, you're, you're not long for the world. My, both my mom and dad, before they passed, they stopped eating and, and, uh, and drinking. So, but fortunately, Bella pulled through and is on the comeback trail now, annoying me and uh, barking, barking quite a bit, which is unfortunate. She does not normally bark. She does not normally do that. It's not something that she normally, normally does. She's not a barker.
4: So is, how, how is, long is was the good. procedure?
0: Uh, I don't know how long she was under the knife, but it was on a Friday and uh, she was in there pretty much all, all day. She had the operation. Then they let her out with a bunch of drugs, like drugged her and let her out. And we had to keep an eye on her and like put her in a dog crate, carry her around where we went and all that stuff. So was the missus crying? Uh, We were all pretty, uh, pretty emotional. I mean, she was, uh, yeah. Cause she had seen, she went out to see the dog. You go out to get the dog. Dog went out to go to the bathroom and you come back and it's like, Whoa. And I, the, the, another thing, we had this caller Regina from Minnesota on that Friday show. A yeah. few minutes before this happened to Bella, and she was telling a story about how she was in her backyard in Minnesota screaming profanity at coyotes oh, who were trying to mess with her dog. And then, you know, thousands of miles away here, it happened to, to my dog.
4: Man, so, yeah, did, good times. Did, good times. Did, guys. did Bella look mangled though, or did she just look like she had a chunk taken out of her?
0: Uh, no, she was, she was messed up I and mean, there was, there was thick red blood flowing oh. down from her, her side and it, it was, it was not a pretty picture. Fuck. I was like, I, I was like, I couldn't, I was like, what the hell? I just, I'm doing the show. I'm leaving, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what the hell happened? Right. And, um, it took me a little while to process exactly what I was seeing. Cause it didn't make, you know, it didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. I've never, I, I've heard people have. Their dogs attacked by a coyote. Yeah, but I've never, you know, it never happened to me, and I never thought, well, you know, just you assume it'll not happen to you. And where I'm living, at least for now, I'm moving in a couple of weeks. But where I'm living is is closer to the coyote country. There's more coyotes around here, and uh, we learned that lesson the hard way, unfortunately. Yeah, so yeah damn,
4: flag someone down in South Pasadena though. That's that's yeah. uh... and
0: as you know, South Pasadena a little bougie. Yeah, a little bougie. Uh, not not a. Uh, I love South. I, I love Pasadena not the, though. Pasadena. Well, you don't love Pat. You love South Pasadena. Oh well, yeah. You don't love Pasadena proper. There's some real crappy parts of Pasadena. <laughs> okay, I have a relative that lives and just north of Pasadena in Altadena. Oh my gosh, that is an absolute uh, eyesore. Yeah. Whee! yeah, that is a. And there's some beautiful houses and stuff, but there's so much grim. I used to go to a gym. In that area, and I uh, right near John Muir High School. Oh, okay. And had my car broken into, and there's crime there. Talked to the guy at the gym, there's crime there all the time.
4: Well, Glendale's right there. And then, of course, you got uh, South Pasadena. You go right to Chavez Ravine. So, yeah, just yeah, down the yeah. road from Dodger Stadium. So, that, um. that's not far away. Mm. That's
0: not far away at all. Uh, so that is the Man, the tale of the doggy blues. That sucks. She's on the comeback trail, Bella, and she's annoying me right now by barking. So she
4: sounds like a parrot.
0: Yeah, it does not have a very strong bark. It's it's like a clown horn type bark thing. Yeah. Anyway, we have pop quiz. We'll do some of that pop quiz sure. right now. Here we go, and uh, we begin uh, with this: a new survey. Finds support for a vaccine mandate is highest in this state. Which state do you think it is?
4: Ooh, um, <clears throat> it's not Ohio or Florida. Yeah, I'm going to say it is. Actually, I'm going to say it's Illinois.
0: No, incorrect. It's in the it's in the Northeast. Maine? No. Delaware? No. New Hampshire? No. Vermont? No. You're going to go through all the Massachusetts. States. Yes. All right. Really, Massachusetts? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what yeah. the fuck! Uh, they have the most support for the vaccine in
4: Massachusetts. They oh, love it. Wow, that's interesting.
0: Now, are you for a,
4: Are you for a vaccine
0: vaccine mandate? No, I don't think there should be a mandate. I I I got the vaccine, but I don't think there should be a mandate for it. I don't know. Yeah. If You want to do it? Don't do it. I don't. Uh, it's your business. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't affect me. Uh, a new survey. Found the favorite flavor during summer is this. What is it?
4: Mint and chocolate chip. Favorite flavor? I don't know. Um, it's not ice cream flavor, it's just flavor. Yeah, it's kind of like, <clears throat> what would you constitute as flavor then?
0: Well, anything can be flavor. It's, come on. What do you think? Use your brain. Summer, what do you think? What do you think? Summer, what do you think?
4: I think summer, I think beach and sun. Um, yeah, and what else? Hot day, yeah. Um, coconut. Right.
0: Now the answer is lemonade. Well. Oh. lemonade.
4: Hmm. Is the answer interesting?
0: All right. What's next here? Seventy-five uh, percent of consumers say they'll spend more money with retailers if they can do this with them during the holiday season. What is it? Oh. Seventy-five percent—that's a high number—can do. Seventy-five percent of consumers say they'll actually spend more money at a retailer if they can do this with them during the holiday season. Think about it. Use your head. Human relations.
4: I mean, I would say get discounted items during the holiday season. Uh, No, it's actually message with them.
0: What's up with that?
4: Like, I don't. I don't
0: want to message with the people I shop at the stores I shop at. That's weird. That's a, bizarre, right? Yeah. So bizarre. So bizarre. All right. Now this has been voted as the biggest waste of money. What is it? In your life, this will be the biggest waste of money. Well, you, maybe oh, buying a you. boat. No. No, it's something that people do who are in love.
4: By oh. Oh, have a wedding.
0: Yeah, big wedding. Yeah. Big wedding, biggest waste of money that one can have. Oh my gosh. That's I, why listen, I am I'm not in I did not have a big med- I, a wedding. I loped. I went to Hawaii on a deserted beach in Kauai. Yeah. And right near the between the mile 3 and mile 4 marker when you leave the airport in Poipu and that was it. I ha- I got married. There was no one around. No big no big to do and so I'm ahead of the game on that one guys.
4: I, I'm ahead I, of the game. I it reminds me of a tragic story. A few days ago I went to go visit a buddy of mine I hadn't seen in a long time. Good yeah. friend and um I was meeting his fiance for the first time. So I said, "Hey, I'm going to come over, let's do dinner. We'll make some some dinner and then we'll just chop it up, talk and drink." And uh so I bought over brought over some steaks. We were cooking up some tuna too. Ben, it was my first time in like a long time cooking on a barbecue grill. And my buddy's flame on that barbecue turned into a massive fire. I had steaks on this grill for like four minutes. They were as black as you like them. I could not believe. Great. I torpedoed. That's not a,
0: no, that's a wonderful oh, thing. That's not a bad thing at all. I was so embarrassed. I'm, gonna make, yeah.
4: I'm disinvited from the wedding. It was really an embarrassing moment. Oh. thought about you when I was doing that.
0: No, I... You're, you're not, are you Are you divorced or you, you've never been married? Never been, married. Never been married, no. Uh, if you, you're going to get married at some point? You're going to have a big wedding? Are you going to have a big gala wedding there?
4: we got to find a wife. Yeah. How's that going? I don't know. Your wife hasn't introduced me to any of her friends.
0: Uh, she's tried that in the past.
4: No, she, she hasn't. Yeah, she has. No, she is. Well,
0: the, the, the problem is, you don't go these holiday parties. You get up late. You get to them late, and all the uh, the people leave by the time you get there. And you get cold food, and you
4: complain. Well, that's the idea, though. You don't go to the club early. You go to the club late, so then you pick up all the stragglers. Yeah. How's that working out? For you? <sighs> well, it used to work out really well. Yeah, not anymore. All right. A
0: recent <laughs> survey reveals the average person does this about 16 times a day. What is it?
4: Touches their face.
0: No. No. They curse, asshole, 16 (laughs) times a day, they swear. We can't do that. Oh, Not for the time we're on the radio, otherwise we can curse.
4: That's
0: what happens. Uh, 14% of Americans admit they will never, or that they never learned how to do this. Not that they will never, but they have never learned how to do this.
4: Uh, Tie their shoes. No,
0: swim. Swim. All right. Yeah. Well, if you're not around a lake or a river or the beach, which seems like most people are within driving distance of one of those things,
4: yeah, then uh, what's the point? That's true, but yeah, the dog is
0: barking. By the way, the dog is barking, Gascon. <laughs> hey, it
4: better to be barking than to be six feet under.
0: That is true. Yeah, that is true. It is odd though. The dog has not barked at any point up until recently. Now the dog is uh, all of a sudden very. <laughs> Very upset. The worst possible time. The worst possible time. Uh, anyway, I think that's... Uh, are we good on this, Gascon? I think we're good on this. We yes? are good, yeah. All right. Anyway, listen, have a wonderful rest of your Saturday, the Sunday mailbag. I hope, Gascon, you have your your hazmat suit on because you are you are not very popular with the Maller Militia. Very people upset that you are back. A lot of my inbox with comments about you besmirching you and upset with me for allowing you back. So that's the the tone of the email, but we'll go through it. We'll work our way through it on the Sunday podcast. Have a great rest of your Saturday. We will catch you then. Okay.
1: Zero Foxtrot isn't just a brand. It's a way of life. Founded and operated by veterans, Zero Foxtrot's unique apparel and gear echoes the grit of the warrior culture.
3: Who get it done.